Oh yeah, I'm Barry Moran, and you're listening to Mayo Are Back. How are we lads? Con Mort here, Mayo Are Back. Look at guys, you're listening to one of the best podcasts I've ever heard. It's Mayo Are Back. Angelina Nugent speaking, just wanted to say, and Mayo Are Back. Hello, this is Kim Jong-un, and welcome to the Mayo Are Back podcast. How do? Pope Francis here, Mayo Are Back. Mayo Are Fucking Back. Let them say what they like about Mayo people, but Mayo supporters are the best supporters in the world. Hello folks and how do you're very 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 welcome to Mayo are back season 7 episode 4 it's a very special episode today because we are the league champions of Ireland the Alliance Strat picture national Strat Alliance series league was wrapped up in beautiful fashion on Sunday against Galway I was there to witness it I wonder was my comrade Fat Larry were you there Fat Larry? Uh, no, I wasn't, TJ, and uh, good afternoon. What did you make of it? Great, great to be here, TJ. Hello to all the Mayo are back listeners at home. It's lovely to be joining you here for this uh, Mayo conversation this morning. Uh, unfortunately, TJ, I, I didn't make it to the game the last day. I was I was quite busy. I had a, a few bits and pieces on. I had a bit of trouble. We had a bit of hassle with a, a bog cutting machine that... Uh, capsized and sank so I didn't manage to make it down unfortunately but hoping to make it to McHale Park on Sunday now for the big game against Roscommon um, this is a very special occasion folks it's not every day you win a National Shrat Alliance League final and with that in mind we have chosen a, a very very uh, special location to record this podcast to you uh, this afternoon we are in what we might call our original recording studio we mm-hmm. are currently sitting on TJ's uh, childhood bed uh, in his uh, in his in his humble abode where the inbred that you hear on the airwaves now uh, where that inbred grew and blossomed into the fully blown half big that he is today. It's it's great to be here. We're up early. We're making an early start at it. The cock was the cock was crowing this morning, nice and early, and there's just a great sense of positivity, folks, around the county Mayo this week. It's an exciting time to be a Mayo supporter, you know, you've got an Alliance League win in the back pocket, but we're moving on very, very quickly now to a huge, huge clash with Roscommon this Sunday, which we will be, of course, previewing to the very best of our ability in great detail in our next podcast later in the week. Fat Larry, you've said it all there, really, and it is, I suppose, for want of a better word, a recording studio, but... The listeners out there will know that it's a more accurate comparison would be to call it a sauna because myself and yourself mm. are sitting here and we have the capabilities not to pull a single stitch of clothing on us other than our pants. We have a mayo hat in each on the top of our heads and a couple of little mayo wristbands just showing off that little bit of mayo pride and it's a very easy week to have pride in mayo. We're coming at you with an absolutely bumper podcast special this week. I would say it's an all-time first Fat Larry, it's the first time ever we're getting in for not one, but two podcasts in the one week. So we have today's show, which is the Galway wrap-up and a little bit of a fuck you to our neighbours, the tribesmen, who we so easily dismissed Mm. at the weekend. We'll be going into that game in a tremendous amount of detail. And then we'll be back later on in the week for our Roscommon preview, our championship special. I suppose we didn't want to give the listeners 
too much to digest today. We don't want them coming down with a little dose of mayo indigestion before the weekend. And there's a lot of meat and a lot of meat to get your teeth around on these two podcasts. So that's why we've broken them up this week. So today it's going to be all about reviewing the Galway game. Famously a game that Fat Larry wasn't at, but he will be able to speak on in great detail. Isn't that right, Fat Larry? Absolutely, TJ. And I can proudly say to all of the listeners out there that I have managed to go through another National Shra Alliance League campaign without managing to attend a single game uh, that Mayo have played. I haven't managed to make it to a DBF League game either, but that's beside the point. It's it's not about it's not about being there. We were told for many years it's all about being there. In my opinion, it's about not being there. You know, for me now, this Mayo team are trucking along very nicely. I'm enjoying them, enjoying watching them on the TV and listening to them on Mad West, of course, as well. And it just seems to be a little formula that I have got going for myself now that seems to be working. So I would say to all of the listeners out there, whatever little, whatever little quirks that you can come up with, any little routines, any habits you can build into your into your lives over the the coming months please do and support the team in any way that you can um it was a fantastic game tj that's it's fair to say um not in terms of quality i thought the quality was rather shit i thought mayo were average at best but we were lucky to be playing a team in my opinion tj i have always described them here on this podcast on numerous occasions if you were to go back i've described them as gutless this galway team are completely gutless mm-hmm. um you know, I was watching them there the last day. You know, the Galway Fancy Dans, they, well, they were absolutely out in force. Uh, very soft, you know, rolled over quite easily. Did a lot of very silly things. I mean, you look at a guy there like Shane Walsh and I suppose people were, were la- waxing lyrical about him towards the end of last year's championship. Granted, he put in a fantastic display in the All-Ireland Final and I have no doubt my words here are going to serve as motivation for him to no doubt come back and rim us at some stage in the future but for Sunday at least and indeed at most TJ Galway just really didn't show up You're right Fat Larry gutless was the word and they're a whingy team we called them out last week on the podcast we called them Fancy Dance John O'Mahony called them Fancy Dance many moons ago but you know when you see someone like Porrick Joyce their manger coming in crying into his crying salty salty tears on the television at the end of every time they lose Mm. a match does he have no shame for a fella who won so much he's an awful fucking sore loser I think the way he was crying and whining about Cormac Reap should have been sent off and Aidan O'Shea shouldn't have been getting frees and fouls and all the rest of it he was cribbing and moaning there for a long long time and he was doing the same in 2019 when Podrick O'Hora took Shane Walsh into the octagon and he flipped him over and did a little spear challenge to him. You know, maybe he was right to be given out that day. But it's this same old routine from the Galway fancy dance, whining and crying about losing to Mayo. I hope they just now take their mind off the GAA altogether, go back to playing rugby or watching soccer or growing mullets or whatever they do down in Galway these days. Absolutely. And it wasn't just the, the Mayo inbreds who were obsessed and, um, you know, waxing lyrical about Cormac Reap at the weekend. TJ, he had an absolutely fantastic display, a real coming-of-age display, I would say. Um, as one of uh, as one of the Mayo or back uh, team described it so well, he's he's not the inbred we need, but the inbred we deserve, and mm. it's definitely true. This guy is, you know, obviously North Mayo through and through. He's a complete hick. Um, he's from the 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 inbred parish of of Knockmore, who, to be fair, have always produced 
some of the more inbred players that Mayo have had down through the years. That whole uh, triage of uh, Russ, you know, Cross Malina, Balanan, Ockmore. You know, when that whole area is well represented in the Mayo team, I've always said that you know, Mayo stands a great chance. You know, the way he came out there and completely rimmed Johnny Heaney as he came through. And he didn't just hurt him, but he hurt him well. And that's what we like to see coming up against our big rivals, Galway. You know, we like to see our Mayo players play teak tough and tigerish football uh, right from the start and right from the goals. Um, and that, TJ, for me, just manifested itself through the lines. We saw, you know, Jackie Cash, cornerback, making his Crow Park debut, had an absolutely fantastic display. Connor Loftus making his bow in Crow Park as well. Young guy there. Big task for him, man in the number six position for the first time up in Crow Park. I thought he did quite well, TJ, to be fair to him. You know, he got on the ball, he dictated the pace. You know, might have opened up a couple of times. You know, Galway did saunter through the centre of our half-back line a few times. But, you know, in this modern style that Kevin McStay is trying to play, I think that they did very well. Now I know TJ, you have got a particular, uh, you've got a particularly keen eye for the forward play. It's always something, you know, when you played yourself, you were always, uh, you always resided up in the forward line. It wouldn't be my uh, area of expertise by any matter of means. So with that in mind, TJ, who, um, who showed their stuff up front for Mayo? Daryl McHale was one man whose stuff I was very interested in seeing at the weekend. He made his first ever debut for the Mayo football team. He is also an Ockmore man, no more than our goalie Cormac Reap. A very fertile inbreeding ground for Mayo mm. is the, the Knockmore area, the parish of the backs. And really, when you play your backs from the front and you show your backs to the opposition and just, you know, you invite them onto your backs you could be in for a little bit of trouble. But we were able to manifest ourselves delightfully the last day. I will say it wasn't the sort of swashbuckling, jizz-worthy football we've been accustomed to seeing throughout the league under Kevin McShay. It was a little bit more tighter. There was a little bit more of the nitty-gritty. There was teak-tough, tigerish marking going on throughout the pitch, including from the Galway players. So we just had to... You know, we had to molest ourselves mm. a little bit easier in the first couple of minutes. But that first quarter now, for me, was one of the finest, most fabulous displays I've seen from this Mayo team, or any Mayo team, in fact. Points from Gordon Flynn, points from Jimmy Carr. There was runs being made right across the front and right up the centre. Rod was out winning his marks. And fabulous Edo O'Shea. Yeah. The way he can just command that ball, he was throwing little dummy solos, little shimmies to one side, little shimmies to the other side. He wasn't getting past his man he wasn't you know setting the world on fire but he was looking very very sexy in my eyes he was looking very well to you oh he passed the eye test yeah. definitely for me fat larry yeah and i think that uh, that whole aspect of the game tj that myself and yourself have definitely given a lot more attention to over the years and probably our rival podcasts here in mayo that whole uh mayo this the sex appeal of some of these mayo players it really came to the fore at the weekend when you consider that those galway backs tj they just could not keep their hands off Edo o'shea i mean it's you know we've all been there we've all passed him in the street we've all seen him you know out in the pitch in McHale park and it's just that constant urge to put your hands where you know you shouldn't and for me that's very very uh, you know it's helpful from a Mayo perspective in game because you've got 
Galway cornerbacks and I'm sure Roscommon will have the same problems at the weekend you know they're getting hands on they're fouling they're tugging at his shorts and other places um, and you know the referee was very eagle eyed I thought the last day TJ I thought he uh, made a couple of very good calls and I would have to completely disagree with Porrick Joyce uh, which is something that I tend to do quite a lot uh, I thought he was a moany whingy bastard and I think from here on in now you know, that kind of settles the debate for me, TJ. We're the top dogs in Connacht again. And uh, I think we will be proving that fact once again, without question, above and solid hill in three weeks' time after we take care of the Rossies on Sunday, which, of course, uh, we're being strained not to talk about in this podcast. Our producer is giving us all kinds of looks here from across the glass. So we'll try and not get into that one until the next one. No, it's all eyes focusing within at the performance against Galway and celebrating the fact that we are National Stra Alliance League champions. And this doesn't come around all that often, Fat Larry. I don't know if you were there in 2019, the last time that we won. I was there myself. And I remember the scenes of absolute Mayo pandemonium. Fellas in the crowd crying, singing the green and red and mayo at the top of their lungs. The mayo players doing several laps of honour. And it was an honour to be there on that day. But it was, I suppose, a bit of a false dawn mm. as we went on to have an absolutely shite season after that. So what Kevin McShay will be saying to his charges this week is, we need to keep the heads screwed on. We need to keep the heads firmly placed up our own arses, where they've been already so far in this league. And to the fans, he might not come out in an interview and say it, but... I know the message he wants to communicate with the fans and that is keep swinging your mickeys around lads Mm -hmm. Mayo fans in the past when Miss Mayo team are going wild well they'd be well able to swing it around and a a confident Mayo fan base is a fan base that's going to be swinging them and we'll be swinging them all the way into McHale Park and hopefully right the way throughout the All-Ireland Series Championship League into the knockout stages of the All-Ireland Series and right on the way into All-Ireland Final Glory at the end of the season when all is said and done Absolutely. And I think we're lucky, TJ, in a sense now that we don't have too long to wait. It's a seven-day turnaround. And I think we'll see now that the hard work that this Mayo team has done through the National League, all of the fisting that they would have been doing on each other in training, all of those runs, all of those little push-ups and sit-ups I'm sure they'd have been doing over the course of the winter time, it's going to come out now in full force this week as we hone in on the first round of the Connor Championship. Personally, I'm a little bit, I'm a little bit sad sitting here to DJ today, TJ. Now with the fact oh. that the uh, the National Shrat Alliance League is over, you know, it's always a a milestone in an inbred's life. You know, we don't celebrate birthdays as much here in Mayo, but the signs that we are aging and the signs we're getting on, you know, the the end of a of a championship, you know, in July, August, or wherever the championship ends nowadays, that is always a a big moment in an inbred's life. The day of the FBD League final is another day that I'm sure a lot of uh, unwell half-bakes would reflect on uh, you know, what has come and gone in the, the couple of months previous to that. And the National League is another one as well. well um, look, in fact, Larry, to take a positive from that, we could say that we already have not won, not two, but three trophies under our Mayo belts already this season. The National League, the FGB League... And the Mayo Mines Space Classic Championship match played against Sligo on the 2nd of January, where we took home the spoils. So we've already won three trophies, all against Connacht opposition. This bodes very well going into a Connacht championship. 
But we have to keep the momentum going. We have to keep this Mayo train a rolling. And we have to, I suppose, turn to our fans, the Mayo are back loyalists, the loyal listenership of Mayo are back who have been in touch in their droves this morning. The mm. teleprompter has literally been blowing up here. And the first two messages that came in straight off the bat both say this. Up Mayo! You'd have to agree with those sentiments, Fat Larry. Yeah, you can really sense the positivity coming in from the the, the followers. Uh, you know, it's on the day of this, you know, recording this on a Wednesday. On a Wednesday morning, you know, the, 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 the feverish atmosphere doesn't seem to have abated in any way, shape or form. Um, you know, it would have been nice, TJ, for myself and yourself to have got in the studio on Sunday slash Monday. But I think it was just... I wouldn't have been wise. I think we would have probably uh, said some things that we might have got ourselves in a little bit of hot water for. Um, you know, so it's probably best to keep it a couple of days just to, to get ourselves back together a small bit. Let the jizz settle. Absolutely, yeah, and see where that lies. Mayo fever is rampant, Aidan D says. No break to recover before the championship. Could it be terminal? Fat Larry, could you speak on that for just a couple of minutes? Mayo fans out there who worry that their Mayo fever levels are too high at this stage of the season. Is there any talk on them down? I wouldn't be I wouldn't be panicking at this early venture, TJ. Um, you know, I, I suppose if you go back into our extensive back catalogue of past of uh, podcasts that we have done over the last number of years, you will find an awful lot of very good advice on how to deal with. Uh, high levels of Mayo fever. Um, I think back in twenty twenty, we we put out a a ninety minute special on the fact. Um, uh, you know where we dealt with it in 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 huge amounts of detail. There, I suppose it it is a it is a tough one, TJ. You know we're not used to the week on week games. It's something that we're kind of adjusting to under this new um GA calendar. Um, I suppose one thing that's worked for me so far, TJ, is I probably will head home after recording this and I will sit down um, and re-watch the game in full for a fourth time. Okay. I have found that it has grounded me quite well. Um, it has kept me, it's kept, kept me between the ditches, as you might say yourself. Um, that has worked quite well. I've also listened back to the uh, the Midwest commentary as well quite a number of times because I suppose when you listen to the half-bakes that are commentating on Midwest radio week in, week out, it kind of grounds you and reminds you that you're probably not as bad as you think you are and there's going to be an inbred out there who's worse than you and I suppose it kind of, it, it's, it, it eases the mind. I, I'm sure it eases my mind, TJ, anyways. Look out for that inbred in your life who you think could be absolutely washed away in Mayo fever and Mayo euphoria right now. Another comment coming in is touching on the excellent display of Cormac Reap. He really has stole the show with his man of the match performance. He really held on to that number one jersey at the weekend. And one man says he's reaping the rewards of archers in Ballina. The seeds were soon in January. And now we are reaping the rewards with a Sra Alliance title. And that's absolutely correct. And to me, when I seen him play in the last day, and in particular when I seen him given his interview, he struck me as the type of chap that... You might wake up in your home house on a Sunday afternoon and he'd be asleep on your couch. Mm. He'd be your brother's friend, but you'd never have seen him before. And you might have to spin him in as far as town or up as far. He's trying to get to Swinford ultimately. So even if you got him in as far as the town centre, he'd be able to hitch his way along from there. He struck me as that type of an individual. Yeah, and I think the 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 little hatting that he was wearing as well, TJ, mm. was really impressed with that. I suppose we're, we're big... 
big fans of, of headwear of all kinds, uh, Mayo and not here at this uh, at this podcast. Um, yeah, I think just the style of the cap that he was wearing, I suppose the fact that it didn't really quite fit his head perfectly. And as always, he looked like a fella who might have been sitting up on top uh, of a JCB or, you know, maybe a... A, a, a small you know maybe a small three ton mini digger doing a bit of landscaping on a on an owl park somewhere um you know if you just if you handed him a flask of tea and a, a you know a little a little busk of ham and cheese sandwiches um and that's what it looked like to me he had that little baggie in his hand that he was bringing down to the goal his um, needs bag yes yeah between and then i i kind of imagined the cone being like a little flask of tea and i could just kind of picture him back there just kind of perched munching away on a few sandwiches and then when the play would come down towards the Mayo goal he just uh, put it to one side and then make a series of absolutely stunning saves I mean he you know made a you know a, a goal saving um, intervention on Damien Cummer um, in the second half you know obviously sent Johnny Heaney to the A&E in the first half and made another nice save on one of the Galway midfielders who I don't know his name Um I think I saw there on the the, 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 the teleprompter there they're referring to him now as the creep uh, is a nickname that he he might uh, be given. That's it's it's not our one. It was sent in here, uh, but definitely TJ. I feel very very safe um, having young uh, Cullum Reap in goal. I think he's uh, he's the inbred. He's the inbred we deserve and have been waiting for. I think as as uh, Patsy Broderick rightly pointed out during the week, he is the uh, he, he is the inbred we've been waiting for since Peter Burke. Uh, you know, kind of a North Mayo inbred in the goals and it's just a very safe pair of hands. Yes, we have a creep in the goal and it's making us all feel a lot safer mm. having this creep behind us. I can only imagine yeah. what, how that applies into other aspects of life. Now, there's a young lady here, who a big inbred, a big fan of the page. She said she didn't even bother to watch the game at the weekend. She's a woman after your own heart, Fat yeah. Larry. I presume she listened to it on Midwest Radio, probably in a state of Mayo in fever-induced coma. Another man who could well be in a coma, judging by this message he's wrote. Three words, lads. I must say I mean every one of them. Up Mayo. Yeah. Well, he's miscalculated there. That's actually only two words, but I suppose the same sentiment does apply, really. Yeah, for sure, yeah. Um, and I think, you know, reflecting on the the, 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 the National League, TJ, and, and, and reflecting now on, on where on where we've come and, and on how uh, how far things have moved in such a sh- you know a very short period of time under our new uh, manger Kevin McShay um do you have any you know particular highlights from the eight rounds of national league football that we have we have seen has anything stood out to you how are you feeling now in terms of Mayo's chances now of winning the all ireland this summer that's actually a very good question fat larry I, I i would i would argue tj possibly a question that listeners wouldn't come to expect no. on a podcast such as this one the level of the level of structure that i put on that there uh, folks even managed to frighten me myself there was a lot of tactical ruans to that question i will say from a totally biased uh, perspective the performance of audio shade throughout this league was something that i absolutely adored he started off as a little a4 a little hatchback moving into the a6 seven eight nine up to an a13 playing like a man with kevin mcstay's spanner up his arse mm. scoring points getting in weighing in with goals getting a uh, First goal scorer in a couple of games, maybe making a few pounds for his manager. He just had an absolutely gorgeous league campaign. Yeah. 
and I hope that that can continue on into the dry ground in the summertime that for me would be my highlight of the league Fad Larry would you care to answer the same question yourself uh, I haven't actually given the question a lot of thought TJ I was kind of hoping that you might uh, head off on one of your famous four or five minute monologues which you have mastered so well over the National League campaign uh, for me TJ though I suppose the return of Mayo are back the probably. return of Mayo are back I was just going to say TJ the highlight for me has been getting the opportunity to sit down and, and have a number of very very uh, I would say enlightening mm-hmm. and insightful uh, Mayo GA conversations with your good self frightening in, in part as well Um you know, it's been a, a real mixed grill of a campaign for us, um, I suppose, in terms of the the, 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 the content that we have you know, delivered. We have, you know, managed to dip in and out quite briefly, I think, in terms of uh, the, the actual football itself. But just getting the opportunity, TJ, to, to, to share these experiences with yourself and the literally thousands of Mayo inbreds out there who tune in on a weekly basis has been something that I have found quite, you know, relaxing and enjoyable. And uh, unfortunately, from a footballing perspective, I don't have any league highlights. I, I can't tell you, uh, you know, what players played well or anything like that because I just haven't really tuned in enough to it. Now, hopefully that'll change over the summertime. The games are going to come thick and fast. Um, the weather will improve as well, which I've, of course will bring the, the, the fair weather supporters such as myself out in their droves. Um, but yes, and I think at this stage of the podcast, TJ, as we wrap up the Allianz League campaign for May or back, I would just like to say that I think you are doing a fantastic job. I think you are an absolute credit uh, and I think this podcast is, for me, w- simply one of the best, not just in Mayo, but in the whole county uh, or country, should I say. And that's coming from us people who don't tend to blow our own rusty trumpet too often. I think it is well deserved. So thank you, TJ, and well done on everything. High praise, high praise, as it were, from Fat Larry. And Fat Larry, I suppose it would be remissive of me at this stage not to return the favour for a man who hasn't watched a match all year. You really do have your finger on the pulse or your mm. finger up the arse of this Mayo team or whatever which thank way you, you would describe you, it. Yes. You're oh, very welcome. For sure. And, and of course, as, as long-time listeners will know that that has been where I have been for a long number of years now uh, and I don't see that changing TJ I don't think that approach is going to change uh, Mayo Inbreds will be absolutely faffing at the thought of a second podcast in a week TJ I don't think in all the years me and you have been podcasting we have managed to churn out two in such a short space of time and for the listeners who are looking forward to that one I think it's going to be on the airwaves on Friday all going well you can expect more of the same you can expect absolutely no details on the game. You can expect to learn nothing and you can expect to find nothing, I suppose, constructive for you in terms of maybe putting on a little bet or maybe trying to predict what might happen in the big game on Sunday. But what you will come away with is a high level of unwellness. You will come away absolutely raring to go and looking forward to a few nice pints before and after the game on Sunday and by all means folks if you happen to see myself and uh, TJ around the the, 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 the Mikhail Park area on Sunday you know you'll see me there you won't have seen me at any of the games this year so I'm sure to stand out an absolute mile of course you all know me well from, from all of the times I played for Mayo down through the years uh, be sure to come up and say hello and, and engage in a little conversation like this one
Now, Fat Larry, if we have time, may I tell a little story? Do you think we have time? Oh, by all means, yes. I'll just tell a little story from my experience in and around the vicinity in Croke Park at the weekend because I, for one, actually attended the game, as it were. But a young chap came up to me outside one of the uh, one of the establishments in and around the Jones's Road sort of Clonliffe greater area there around there in Drumcondra, and he came up to me and he had a look, bright blue eyes, and he had a his eyes were wide with excitement. His father was pointing at me, and there were two of them staring up at me, and they said they came right up underneath me, and they said, "Are you, are you Mayo or back?" He says to me, and says I to him, "Buddy, we're all Mayo or back." We're all back. Mayo are fucking back. And we're all on this on this bus together, TJ. This big, this big, uh, a coach now you this could call bingo it. bingo bus. We're, we're, we're getting towards the stage now where this we, we might have to sell the bus and actually buy a train for ourselves because it's it's bulging at the gills. The amount of people who are jumping on this this movement, I would say, at this stage. You know, we need to build ourselves a shrine or maybe we might take over the one of Beyond and Knock just to dedicate solely uh, to to uh, the religion now, I think that is Mayo being back. I think there's this sense now that Mayo have been back many times before TJ, but you just get the feeling that we are more back than we have ever been before. That we are so back we are right back now. we are back in a in a sort of a as you said in a kind of a kind of a perverted sort of a way, but a, a very much in a very manifestual sense. Mayo are so so back right now and I think it's great you can feel it you can see it you know you, you know the birds can feel it uh, the, the, the cows and the sheep in the field can feel it and it's 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 you know it's all systems going out um, you know I suppose it's uh, it's uh, it's it's I, I suppose you could see it in some of the long monologues that I'm going on TJ you know they start and they, they take on a life of its own and I don't know when to stop and I don't know what I'm going to talk about next in, in essence but hopefully now you could just put some kind of a shape on it. That might be the way now that Mayo's championship campaign will also resemble as well. It'll be long, it'll be winding, it'll be exciting, and no doubt it will end with another trip up the Hogan stand steps. Now, there's nothing further to do, do, do today, really apart isn't. from a little bit of housekeeping. We must thank, of course, the Mayo team for giving us such a joyous day out and a wonderful league campaign at large. And we hope there's more greater days to come. We must thank you, the loyal listener and the Mayo are back loyalists out there who enjoy this podcast every time. And I suppose a special thank you must be reserved for our guest today who made so much time out of his ever busying schedule Fat Larry Fat Larry thank you for coming in I hope that maybe we'll have the opportunity if our schedules do align to do this again at some point throughout the season Indeed I think a a massive thank you must go to ourselves TJ we have done I think we've done a great service to the county over the last couple of months and I hope to get the opportunity to sit down with you again in the not too distant future to discuss all things Mayo are back. Thank you very much to ourselves and indeed you are very welcome ourselves. We're going to leave you today folks with a wonderful little piece of fan art that was sent into us this week from a long time listener, a first time contributor, Father David Patrick O'Neill sent in this piece and it reminds us of some of the more hurtful days we've had in the past and this should keep us grounded as we look towards a championship campaign this season. We'll remember one of the bad days because the good days are here now. So we're going to leave you with this little piece of work. I hope you enjoy it. All your feedback is welcome. You can get us at Mayo or back on Instagram or on the Twitter. Fat Larry, how do? Up Mayo. They shouldn't have somebody like Joe McQuillan refereeing him. 
an All Ireland so final. The referee was well, no, we had missed a lot of chances. Ten steps for the goal in the first minute. Or not Dean Rock, whoever the buck that scored the goal, I was down the other end. But Dean Rock took about 20 steps for a point later on in the match. The referee was an absolute disgrace yet again. The rules there for everybody, yeah. not just the Mayotte. Off the ball constantly, taking oh, players no, running. Off the ball, the way you were now, open goal. Again, champions again, have you now? Have you finished? Thank you. Um, right. But yeah, let the game flow is one thing, but you still have to enforce the, enforce the rules. The rules there for everybody.